Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jackie Minsky Show. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're with me for a while, thank you so much for coming back. I'm just um, in the midst of traveling right now, so if you hear any background noise, I apologize. But um, I really have to get this episode out. It, it, I'm, I'm being called to discuss this, and I just decided to hit record. So if you do hear any background noise, again, I apologize. So I want to talk about something that a lot of people in the conscious community tend to struggle with, and that's money. And I see it over and over and over amongst my peers. Um, I have these conversations all the time. I even had someone in the middle of a meeting or after the, I'm sorry, after a meeting tell me, oh my God, that was like a different version of you uh, in the meeting. And it's not, and I had to explain to them, I was like, it's not that it was a different version of me, it was just the version of me that knows my worth. So I felt really called to put together this episode about spirituality and money because we've been programmed to believe that money is the root of all evil and therefore when we have a skill set and know our worth, we feel horrible, terrible to, to ask for a certain number of money. We feel like that exchange is ugly. We feel like we're not worth the exchange, right? But if you have a skill set, if you can solve a problem and truly have a skill set and truly could solve a problem, then you should be asking what you are worth because what will happen if you don't is you're going to tell the universe that all these skill sets, all these things that you've learned is actually all for nothing, right? It's just for experience, right? Experience without the finances, without the money, without the value is just an experience. The same way I have to tell people, your spirituality, your personality is not going to pay your bills. You know, I see people all the time that are sometimes older, sometimes the same age, but specifically older people that they're like, well, I I enjoyed the journey and the process. Yes, but how much did you enjoy the journey and the process enough to know your value and ask and you shall receive? Have you asked for your value? Have you asked for your worth in order to sustain and have an actual company and a business doing what you love with the skill set that you have? This is so important. And I really think that in the spiritual community, we feel that things, material things can be ugly, but it's like if you've done the spiritual work and you're coming from a good place with good intentions, actually trying to help people, actually trying to solve problems, then that thing, that that material thing or that value exchange, it's just almost like a reward for from you to you for your hard work and your good intentions. So I want people to really, really understand there's a reason why we need to balance energy. You can't be too much in the ego, too much in the materialistic world, but you can't be too much in the spiritual world where you forget to know your worth. Because not knowing your worth, not knowing how to make money in itself is an energy block. That means your relationship with money has a block. 
you have a story that you are telling yourself for why you shouldn't make more money, why you can't make more money, why you don't deserve to make more money, or why money is ugly and anyone who wants more money is greedy. But what if it got to the point where you started thinking, okay, I mean well, I have good intentions, I have these skill sets, and I genuinely want to help people. So if I know my worth and price my services at X price and make more money, I can use that money to help more people, to give back to charities, right? To help, to actually help people. But what people do is they limit themselves based on this concept of greed. They start to think that they're greedy or even imposter syndrome will kick in and make you think that you're possibly harming someone. But how can you harm someone if you actually have the skill set to help them? So in that moment, during this energetic currency exchange... They're giving you money for you to solve a problem. So, imposter syndrome has to take a back seat when you're learning to increase your worth. Now, I've helped a bunch of people with this thing. And here's, it's what I call the money thermometer, okay? A lot of times when we're starting off as entrepreneurs, we have a set number we're comfortable with like if I asked you right now price your services for me a lot of entrepreneurs business owners don't know how to price their value and what they do is they'll leave wiggle room for someone to say oh well can we lower the price no I don't go into Chanel and ask Chanel to lower the price okay so why would I lower my price why would you lower your price Okay, if you, if someone's reaching out to you, chances are they're already interested in working with you. And if you start to lower your value in their eyes, they're going to see, oh, I have wiggle room here. With wiggle room, you're telling the universe you're not sure of yourself. And again, you're not sure of your worth. And you'll take anything you can get financially. I think that is worse than keeping your worth, knowing your worth. Why? I'll tell you why. Because that's a scarcity mindset. That's saying, let's say, for example, hypothetically, you price someone out for $5,000 for the month. And they come back to you and said, I can only do $3,000 for the month. When you go down from five to three, you're telling the universe you need that three so much that you're going to grab it and take it. But if you stood in your frequency and your energy and your worth and, and know for a fact that if they gave you that five, you help them the best you can because the intention is right, the skill set is there, and you wouldn't lower your frequency, you wouldn't lower your value, then you're telling the client, yourself, your company, the universe, that you believe you are worth that 5000 Not only that, But the more you stay in your value, in your worth, you're going to be motivated to do that again. And that's how the abundance is going to flow in because you're not going to accept less than you are worth. And if someone comes to you and says, oh, well, I would really love to do it for less, 
you know, I, I've heard this on the internet before until I really stepped into this state of mind, you know, because I, I, I was an, you know, I was an entrepreneur starting before. So I've, I've been in these, I guess you can say shoes of not knowing my worth before. And, and I didn't understand this, but now I do. If someone comes to you and says, well, I wanted to do it for less, you know, in a joking way, you said, well, I wanted to do it for more, <laughs> you know, it, but this is my price. This is my price. You could get it for less, go get it for less. You know, when you're ready, when you're ready, we can, you can come back and you know my price and whenever you're ready, let me know. It's not your fault and it's not your responsibility for why others don't believe in why they can't invest in themselves. I'm going to say it again. You have to be mindful of the currency of the energy exchange. If someone's asking to pay you less, chances are that's because they don't even believe in themselves. I'm going to say that again. When someone pays you what you're worth, it's because they know there's an even exchange happening. If someone tries to lower your cost, it's because they don't even believe in themselves. So it's kind of their scarcity rubbing off on your scarcity and like attracts likes. And now your energy exchange was just scarcity meeting scarcity. I need to do it for less and you will accept it for less. So now we just created a scarcity container versus it's going to cost $5,000. They pay you $5,000 and now you just created an abundant container because the client believes you're worth it believes in themselves enough to make sure that you're the one that they trust to pay for the energy exchange of your skill set, service, or product, right? And now you created an abundant container versus what a lot of people do. And I really wanted to touch on this because if you've ever seen me in a meeting or if you haven't seen me in a meeting, it's not that that's a different version of me, Right? It's just, that's my higher self who holds her value, okay? And that's so, so important because there will be many people in this world who are going to want your knowledge, your skill set, your services, and they're going to want it for their price, but they haven't spent the time putting in the work. So why are they pricing it out? Yeah, you want it for 3000 Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. If you want it for 3000 do it for yourself. You don't need my services at 3000 clearly, right? And people are afraid to ask, you know, and, and, and the most interesting thing is we focus on our relationship with self. We focus on our relationships with our romantic partners, our friends, our family. But the number one thing a lot of people don't talk about is we have a relationship with money. Money in itself is an energy. Okay, money in itself is an energy. Haven't you noticed that the people that are abundant are in this high frequency of they know that they are deserving of money? Yes, are there a few bad apples in that mix because they're operating straight from ego? Of course, but they still have the money. So if you are a spiritual conscious person, then you got to step into that 50% of that deserving consciousness to attract money also and be on the balance of, 
I have the right intentions. I'm a conscious person. I'm really here to serve and I'm really here to help, but I know what I deserve, right? This is why balance is important. But if you're a conscious spiritual person and you're in lack and scarcity, in survival, then you haven't figured out your relationship with money. And that tells me that all the work that people are doing is, it's great, it's beautiful, but what is the block with money? And I want you to write this down, like what is your money story? People with money are bad, people with money are great. What is your money story? Write your money story. I think that people who are out to make more money are greedy. That could be a story. I hear that all the time. I'm not in it for the money. You shouldn't be in it for the money. But you should be in it for the right energy. Think of a relationship, right? If you get into a relationship and you and your partner, your romantic partner, have equal love in the relationship, right? Your part imagine entering a relationship with someone who tells you, "Hey, you got to love me more than than I love you because that's what I want in this relationship." You have to love me more and I'm going to love you a little less, but that's what I want. Would you enter that romantic partnership? So then why would you enter a business relationship with the same with the same thing? Because going into a partnership, going into a business deal, with someone already telling you, hey, lower your worth for me, and you wanting to grab that opportunity for the money, actually, for the scarcity of making that buck, you're doing the same thing. You're lowering your worth because you need money. So, and actually in that moment, you're actually operating from money because you're doing it for the money because you want that money. If you didn't want or need that money, you would just hold your value and they would step up. And I think this is super, 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 super important for everyone to hear and to understand. And if you're someone who is lacking the finances that you desire, I want you to write a money story. I want you to write everything you actually think of money on a piece of paper. And then I want you to write a new money story. Okay, and the new money story is I love money and money loves me. Money comes to me effortless, effortless, effortlessly. Right? The more money I make, the more people I help. The more money I make, the more people I help. Why? Think about a business, right? If you're doing it for the for the purpose of growing your business, the more money you make, you can not only help the clients, but then you can help people get jobs. You hire people in your company. You help feed their families. The more money I make, the more people I can help, right? But if you're doing it just for yourself, just for yourself, then yes, you will be grabbing every deal you can get operating from scarcity and lowering your value. And that is actually going to harm you much, much, much more. Because even though you're thinking it's for good reason, the underlining issue 
and the energy there is saying, I need this money and this money's only for me. So that actually is way more harmful than knowing your worth in order to help others. Because at the end of the day, it's actually not about you. When you hold your frequency, you're giving others the permission to hold their frequency. Like for example, when my friends or my or people I work with, they see me in this frequency and I don't really budge. I'm like, nope, that's the price. And they're like, wow, you gave me permission to become a little bit of a shark. I don't know why we call it a shark. It's just, I've done the inner work. I have this relationship with the universe, with abundance, with money to know I am worth these things. Okay? And I genuinely care. So why would I lower my cost? But the point is, when I stand in my worth, I give the next person permission to stand in theirs. Because my friends will be like, wow, you didn't budge. No, I didn't. And now you won't budge. And then the next person who sees you in your worth won't budge. So I really felt really called, no, like traveling right now. I really felt called to share this from my heart because I have had this conversation with more than one person in the past just week alone. Just in this week alone, this has been the topic that I keep having with people. This conversation about money. And it's been in the spiritual community. So, I'm going to leave you guys with that. As always, I love you guys. If you haven't yet, leave a rating and a review. And stay tuned for the next episode.